Hey friends, what up? Welcome back to Babylon Talmud. Today we're studying Daf Men Nun Zayin, Daf 57 of Masech Tiksubis. Friends, the first part of the Daf. We continue in the machlokas between um, Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yossi about when it comes to paying less than the 200 or 100 zuz respectively. Do you have to actually write it down like Rabbi Yehuda says or can you merely verbalize it like Rabbi Yossi says? We then get to a new Mishnah. A Mishnah that we had referenced on the first Daf of Masech Tiksubis the right about um Abusula waiting twelve months and Amana waiting thirty days. Uh so we're gonna get into that into that so again and that'll take us to the end of the dot. Friends, we're gonna start in the from involving with bays all the way at the bottom. <coughs> Last line on the page. this is talking interesting sugya. So the sister of Rami Brahamo was married to Rivavya. Okay? That sounds very nice. Irkask Subasa and Rami Barakhama's sister lost her ksuba, which is very interesting. I don't know. I feel like I've heard about this thing, right? That like, you don't want to lose your ksuba. So she lost her ksuba. Oh, so the comment of Yosef, and they came to have Yosef. Omar and he said to them, look, this is what we said in the name of Shmuel. This is Rebbe opinion. A fellow can, you know, a fellow can have his, you know, can lose the ksuba and he can be married to his wife even without a ksuba for two or three years. What does it mean, Zodiver uh, Mayor? We had learned yesterday that <clears throat> according to a mayor, if he stipulates less than 200 or 100 respectively, he still has to pay it, right? Even if he, Says uh, uh, less than two hundred or one hundred, he still has to pay it. However, bilasus bilaznus. How come? It's bilaznus because even though he has to, nonetheless, pay the two hundred or one hundred respectively, um, she doesn't have that in mind, right? If he's gonna stipulate less than that, even though yeah, he's gonna at the end of the day have to pay it because it's a tnaik suba, he has to pay it. It's a tnaik bezdin, so he's gonna have to pay it. But nonetheless, in her mind. She's not getting, you know, she doesn't have the security that she needs, right? He said he's going to pay less than 200, even though technically speaking, he's still going to have to pay it. But in her mind, she doesn't have that security. And therefore, it's bilasu bilasnus. And therefore, same thing, if you lose your ksuba, so based on the, on the Remeyer sort of mahalich, so even though, yes, you're still going to have to pay it, but without that document, without that assurance, it's Bilasu Bilaznus. So now it says Rav Yehud, it says uh, Rav Yosef, that Rav Yudah says in the name of Shmuel, that that's just the opinion of a mayor. But the Chacham say, you know, you could, even if you lose your ksuba, if you don't have a ksuba around for two, three years, it's still okay. I, ima- I don't know, I imagine more than three years is probably also okay, according to that logic. But the point is, it's not an emergency. So again, so, also the comment of Yosef, so they came before Yosef, and he said to them, I'm on the second line of Nunzayin and Aleph. Hachiyam Rav Yudah Meshmuel. This is what Yudah says in the name of Meshmuel. Zodiv Rav Meir. That Rav Meir says that um, you know if you don't have the ksuba around or if, or, or or if you stipulate less than the ksuba, then it's bilasu bilaznus. Have a chacham bom. The chacham say Masha Adam ishto shtaim v'shaloshan and ksuba. A fellow, you know, can uh, leave his wife without a ksuba for two or three years, and it's okay. Amalei Abai says Abai. Ve'Omar Rav Nachman. Amr Shmuel, but doesn't Rav Nachman say in the name of Shmuel, Allah Hukrav Meir Bixerosav, that the Allah is like Rav Meir when he's more stringent. Yach Izil Ksovlo. So Rav Yosef says, ah, okay, if that's the case, then you better rewrite the Ksube so that she has that assurance. Kyosu Rav Dimi, when Rav Dimi came, Amr Bishim Ben Pazi, he said in the name of Bishim Ben Pazi, Amr Bishim Ben Levi, in the name of Bishim Ben Levi, Mishum Bar Kapar, from Bar Kapar. 
מחלוקת בתחילו, אבל בסוף דברי הכל אין המוכלס. That the between Reb Yehuda, who says that, that, that many, Reb Yehuda and Reb Yossi both say that you could stipulate less than 200 or 100 respectively. However, Reb Yehuda says you would have to write it down, right? She has to write a receipt that she received half of it. And Reb Yossi says you don't have to write anything down. You could just make a, a, a verbal stipulation. So says uh, Reb Yehuda ben Levi that the machlokas is batchilo. That this machlokas between Reb Yehuda and Reb Yossi is at the beginning. Okay, we're going to have to explain what this means. But at the end, everyone agrees that you would have to write it down. Even Rabbi Yossi would agree that you would have to write it down. Rabbi Yochanan Omar, where's Rabbi Yochanan? It says, That no, the machlokas is both at the beginning and at the end. Rabbi Yudah says you have to write it down. And Rabbi Yossi says that verbalizing is enough. And Omar says, That it was explained to me, Rabbi Yochanan's opinion to honor Rabbi Yoshua ben Levi. That Rabbi Yochanan says to Rabbi Bo that he and Rabbi Yoshua ben Levi, lo palginon adodi, we actually agree. We don't argue. So says Rabbi Bo that Rabbi Yochanan told him that actually he and Rabbi Yoshua ben Levi are in agreement. So how are they in agreement? I mean, it sounds like they're disagreeing. Rabbi Yoshua ben Levi says the machlok is at the beginning, but at the end, everyone agrees that you'd have to write it down, and. Um, Rabbi Yochanan is saying that it's a machlokas both at the beginning and at the end. So my batchila to come Rabbi Yoshua ben Levi. Well, when Rabbi Yoshua ben Levi says it's machlokas at the beginning, tchilas chupa. That's the beginning of the chupa. Well, my sof sof bia. What's the end? The after bia. So there are basically three stages over here. There's before the chupa, right at the beginning of the chupa. There is after the chuppah, that they already are married, but they haven't had beer yet. And then there's after beer. So there's the tchilas chuppah, the beginning of the chuppah. There's sof chuppah, the end of the chuppah, which is the same thing as tchilas beer, i.e. prior to beer. And then there's sof beer, which is after beer. So again, before the chuppah, after the chuppah, but before beer and after beer. So now, when Reb Yoshua ben Levi says that there's a machlokas at the beginning, so that's talking about before the chuppah. And when everyone agrees... That you would have to write it down. That's after beer. And says Rabbi Yochanan to Rabbi that when I say that Bein Bazov in Bazov Machlokas, that Uchvichia Kamino Ano Bein Bazov in Bazov Machlokas Tchilas Chupa Vesov Chupa Di Tchilas Beer. So the so when I say that there's Machlokas Tchila Vesov, it means Tchila the beginning of the Chupa and Sof the end of the Chupa. So both Rabbi Yishua and Rabbi Yochanan agree. That at the beginning of the chuppah, both Rabbi Shulman Levi and Rabbi Yochanan agree that at the beginning of the chuppah, there's a machlokus between Rabbi Yudah and Rabbi Yossi. And at the end of the chuppah, before Bia, there's a machlokus between Rabbi Yudah and Rabbi Yossi. And they both agree that after Bia, um, Rabbi Yossi would admit to Rabbi Yudah that you would have to write it down. Just that Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi Shulman Levi were referring to different parts, but then they agree about everything. Rabbi Shulman Levi was talking about Trila and Sof. That was talking about Tchilas Chopa and Sof Bia. Rabbi Yochanan, when he was talking about Tchilas and Sof, that was Tchilas Chopa and Sof Chopa. But they would agree that Sof Bia, everyone, right, both Rabbi Shobin Levi and Rabbi Yochanan would agree that both Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Yossi would agree that you would have to write it down at that point after Bia. Kiyosa Ravin. When Ravin came, he says it slightly differently. Omer Rabbi Shimon Ben Pazi says Rabbi Shimon Ben Pazi and Rabbi Shobin Levi. Mishum bar kapar machlokas livasof. 
that the machlokas is actually at the end, right? Rav Dimeyat said the machlokas is at the beginning. It says Rav and the machlokas is actually at the end. But at the beginning, Rabbi Yehuda would admit to Rabbi Yossi that you wouldn't have to write it down, that she could just, um, you know, uh, um, accept it verbally, that she would accept less. Rabbi Yochanan Omar, and says Rabbi Yochanan, both at the beginning and at the end, it's machlokas. Omar Babo says Rabbi Babo, the Didim for Shlimini, the Rabbi Yochanan, that Rabbi Yochanan explained to me, the honor of Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi, that we don't argue. That me and Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi actually agree. My Levasov, the honor of Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi, when does Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi say it is a machlokas? Sof chupa. It's done with the end of the chupa. My tchila, what's the beginning when he says that everyone agrees? That you would not have to write it down, Tchilas Chopa. That's the beginning of the Chopa. Vichikamino Ono, Bimbozo, Bimbozo Machlokas. And when I, Rabbi Yochanan, say that both at the beginning and at the end there is a Machlokas between, um, uh, Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Yehuda, Tchilas Bia, Vesov Bia. That's talking about the end, right, the, the beginning of Bia, which is the end of the Chopa. And after Bia, there is a Machlokas. But Tchilas Chopa, at the beginning of the Chopa, even Rabbi Yehuda would agree that at that point, you would not, uh, you know, she would not need to um, uh, um, write anything uh, down before the chuppah. Okay, fine. So what do we see? So we see that Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi Yoshua ben Levi ag- agree, and Rabbi Dimi and Ravin disagree um, regarding Tchila and Sof, right? Does everyone agree before the chuppah, or do, right to 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 Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yossi agree before the chuppah, or do Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yossi agree after Bia? Fine. Amr of Papa says a Papa left Amr Babau the Didi Mufarish Liminid Rabbi Yochanan and the Honor of Rabbi Shulman Levi Lo Pakinun Adadi says Rabbi Papa that if not for the fact that Rabbi Yo that Rabbi Abau said that he heard directly from Rabbi Yochanan that he and Rabbi Yoshua Levi were in agreement. Hava Amina says, Rabbi Papa, I would have actually assumed Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi Yishuv Levi plige, that actually Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi Yishuv Levi are arguing. Right? That, that um, you know, let's say according to um, Rav uh, uh, Dimi, so, so, um, um, Rabbi Yishuv Levi says that there's a machlok at the beginning, but everyone would agree at the end, and Rabbi Yishuv Levi and, and Rabbi Yochanan says, that Rabbi Shubin Levi and Rabbi Yochanan are arguing. And it's Rav Dimi and Ravin who are not arguing. That when Ravin says at the end, it's talking about at the end of the Chupa, and when, when, and when Rav Dimi says the beginning, it means the beginning of Bia, that Sov Chupa and Tchilas Bia are essentially the same thing. My Kamash Malan. So Shigmar says, who cares? Meaning, Rabbi Bo had said that Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi Yoshua ben Levi are in agreement, which means that Rav Dimi and Ravin are arguing. Rabbi Papa says that he would have preferred to say that Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi Yoshua ben Levi are arguing. And Rav Dimi and Ravin are actually talking about the same thing. What's the difference? So this is what it's coming to teach. The Plige Tre Amorai Ataymed Afshayu well, because according to, so Rav Papa says, I would prefer to say that there's a machlok between Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi Shobin Levi. How come? Because why not? There's a machlok between Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi Shobin Levi. Rabbi Yochanan 
holds one way, Rabbi Shimon Levi holds another way. It's a machlokas. There's no problem. There's nothing. I mean, machlokas is just part of the part of uh, learning Torah. There's machlokas in there. There's nothing wrong with a machlokas per se. However, to say like Rabbi Bo, that Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi Shimon Levi agree forces us to say that Ravin and Ravdimi, one of them is right and one of them is wrong. I mean, if we say like Rabbi Bo, that Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi Yeshua and Levi don't argue at all, well then, either Ravdimi is right or Ravin is right. Right? Either Ravdimi is right that both uh, um, um, Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yossi agree after Bia that you'd have to write it down, or Ravin is right that both Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yossi agree that b- at, before the Chuppah, you wouldn't have to write it down. You know, in, in one, I mean, that's a, a, an argument about facts. One of them is going to be right. One of them is going to be wrong. Either Rabbi Reb Yehuda and Rabbi Yossi agree before the Chuppah, or they agree after the Chuppah, and they argue in the other case. So, Kilu, if you say that Rabbi Yochan and Rabbi Shubin Levi are arguing, okay, so they argue. What's the big deal? But if you say that they agree, then that means that Either Rav Dimi or Ravan is, is, is wrong, which is uh, not ideal. Okay, fine. Now we get to a new Mishnah. This Mishnah was referenced by um, the first Mishnah, the first staff of Mesechta Ksubis Nosen, the Psula Shneem Osa Chodesh Mishetava Abal, the Fanes Asatzma. So a Besula, we give her 12 months from the time that the. Um, that the um, that the husband right from the time the husband says okay let's get married, so we give her twelve months the finest satsma to get herself ready to get married by jewelry and whatever else she wants. Just like when we give twelve months to the um, bride to uh, prepare herself, we also give twelve months to the groom to make sure that he has money to pay for the suda. And for a widow, it's not 12 months, it's 30 days. If it came time for them to get married and um, they did not get married because uh, the the husband was stalling. So at that point, he has to already, meaning if time is up and he's stalling, so then he's at that point, he needs to start paying for her mizonis, paying for her food. And if he is a Kayin and she's a Basi Sral, she could already start eating Truma from that point on. Reb Taifid Omer Nosen La called Truma. Reb Taifid says that once he has to start paying for her food, he can give her entirely Truma. All of it is Truma. Now, the thing is, if when she's Anida, when she's Tmea, she can't eat Truma. Now, um, so, but she, he's only giving, right? Reb Taifid says that he can give her entirely Truma. So what does she do when she's Anida? So she'll sell it and then, you know, she can use the money to, uh, to buy Chulin. Whereas Rabbi Kiva says, no, he gives her half chulin and half trume. So when she's tahora, she can eat trume. And when she's tmeh, she eats chulin. A yavam does not um, feed trume. So if you have a Bas Yisrael who's engaged to a, um, to a uh, uh, koyin and then he dies. So now the brother has to do yibum. So he cannot give her the, the, the Yavim cannot give her Trume. Also, so Shisha Chodoshim Bifne Abal, if six of the months she was with her, um, you know, for her fiance and then he dies, Mishisha Chodoshim Bifne Yavim, and then for the remaining six months, she's got this Yavim before the marriage. Even if all of the 12 months minus one day were with the husband. 
and one day was with the Yavam, or if all 12 months were with the Yavam, just that the first day was with the Baal, and then he dropped dead. She cannot eat Shuma. So this is the initial version of the Mishnah, um, that once the time comes for her to get married, once the 12 months are up, he has to start paying uh, for her food, and she can eat Shuma. But later courts changed it that that no she can only start eating trume from the time from from the time of the chuppah so even once the 12 months are up and he's stalling for whatever reason um she cannot yet eat trume he's got to pay for mizonus but she cannot yet eat trume she can only start eating trume once she uh goes uh once there's chuppah says the gemara how do we know that that um, a basula waits twelve months. Um, Rav Chizda says Rav Chizda don't make because the pasuk says that it says by Lavan by Rivka and Eliezer, Lavan tries to say you know what maybe Rivka could stay with us for Yomim o Aser, either twelve months or for even ten months. So we see that a basula. Uh, waits for 12 months before the uh, chasana. My yomim. So what does it mean yomim, right? When Lovin says maybe she could, she could stay for yomim. Yilei metre yomim, if it means two days, right? So maybe he's saying, maybe Lovin is saying, maybe she could stay home with us for an additional two days or maybe additional 10 days. So, Amalu, what? So, uh, what? Uh, where am I? Yom o'asr, my yomim. Yilei metre yomim. If we say it means two days, does that make any sense? Would people really negotiate in such a manner? Lovan offers two days. Can she stay with us for just another two days? Eliezer says no. So he says, okay, what about 10 days? I mean, that's not, that, 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 that's it's the opposite of, of a negotiating strategy, right? Right? Offer something less and, uh, right? Also, you know, also offer, uh, you know, make a make a lower request, and when that's rejected, make a more substantial request. That right, that's the opposite of of, of what logic would dictate. So rather, what does yomim mean? Yomim means a year. So what Lovin is saying is maybe she could stay with us for a year. Okay, you don't want a year. What about ten months? It says by if you sell a uh, a property in a walled city, so you have one year to redeem it. Otherwise, you can never get it back, even by yovel. Ve'ema chodesh. Maybe I'll say that yomim means a month, as it says until a month of days, so yomim over there means a month. Well, we prefer to learn out yomim from teshev anayra itanu yomim o aser from yomim tiegulaso rather than chodesh yomim, right? Because that one has, it's not just yomim alone, it's chodesh yomim. So we'd rather learn sort of vanilla as they say by JavaScript, vanilla JavaScript, plain JavaScript. So we'd rather learn out sort of plain yomim from plain yomim, not plain yomim from chodesh yomim. Friends, sounds very beautiful to me. Does it sound beautiful to you? Omer says, Rebzer Tana, it's taught in a brisa, Tana, when it comes to a, a, a minor, Either she or her father could say, wait a second, I'm not into this. I don't want to get married. I understand why she could say, I'm not interested in getting married. But 
regarding her, regarding with the father, I don't understand. If she's happy to get married, why should the father interfere? Right? I mean, so I understand why she could say, look, I'm not into this. Okay, say her. You know, she, she, she could say she's not interested in getting married. But why should the father, if she's interested in getting married, why should the father say no? Because because he's going to say, look, she's a minor. You know, she doesn't, she, she's not making a good decision. And what will end up happening is that she's going to turn around. She's going to be a minor. She's going to be married. She's going to say, whoa, 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 I don't want this. And then I'm going to, you know, I'm going to have to do this all over again in the future. So therefore, the father kind of has the veto power because I guess it ultimately becomes his responsibility to now get her married another time in the future. So therefore, he um, does have input in this as well. Amr um, Abba Barlevi. This is very, very interesting. You know, because I think anybody who's been involved in Babylon Talmud over the past, I don't know, how long? Uh, from the beginning of Yavamas was how long? Yavamas was 100 and... It was 130 pages or something? I already forgot. Man, I could tell you, from the first day of Yavamas, I'm probably sure that I knew exactly how many pages Yavamas was. Now I already forgot. Maybe it's like 130 or something. So anyways, so 130 pages. How long is 100? How many months is 130? It was, it was like four months or something. And already we're about two months into Ksubis. So anybody who's been involved, you know, following along, uh, you know, not following along. Anybody who's been experiencing the world with Babylon Talmud in it, together with all the Chevra <laughs> over the past six months, experiencing life through the lens of babbling. Wow. That should be our, like, thing. Experience life through the lens of babbling. <laughs> that should be... Janine, Janine, how is that? Can, can you give us some, uh, some uh, uh, brand marketing uh, feedback over here? How's that as sort of like a uh, tagline? Experience life through the lens of babbling. <laughs> all, right, all right, all right. What do you want me to tell you? So anybody who's been experiencing life with us through the lens of babbling over the past six, <laughs> over the past six months. Um, so, so, uh, so, okay. Yeah, right. So, okay. Okay, we can only babble for so long. Ultimately, we have to get back over here. We got work to do. So anybody who's been experiencing life through the lens of babbling over the past <laughs> six months. So the concept of a minor, of a katana getting married, it's weird, but it's not foreign to us, right? Meaning we, we it, it comes up. So, but listen to this. Amravuna Bagra, oh no, I skipped. Amrav Abba Barlevi says, Abba Barlevi, we don't sort of like make plans for a katana to get married as a katana. But we can make plans for a katana to get married when she is older. Okay, so I guess they could prearrange the shidduch, but, but, but that shidduch would have to be once she's an adult. Um, okay, and says Rashi, Rashi says the first thin line of Rashi's Aval Poskin Vidavka below Kidushin. Specifically without Kidushin. Aval Kidushin Bikatnus Lo. But we don't do Kidushin with the Katana 
Until she becomes an adult and says, I'm interested in this fellow. So friends, I mean, we've been learning for the past six months that a father has the ability to marry off his daughter who's a katana. We talked all about mayun. We talked about how if the father dies and the mother or the brother marries her off, you know, but it sounds like, I mean, from what seems like, we don't do that, right? Meaning, the, the I guess me the orais of the father can marry off his daughter, but it sounds like at least me the abanon we don't we don't marry off a katana. We wait until she's older and she says, you know, like I'm okay with this. Okay. So again, Amr Abzera Tana Katana Bain He Uvena Via Yichon La Akiv Bishlama E No, I I'm all over the place. Okay, Amr Abba Barlevi in Pokes skin Al Tana La Sir Shikana. We don't make a date to uh marry to for for a chasana or for a katana when she's a katana, but postkin al katana la sir kshikidola, but we can uh plan a chasana for when she's an adult. Pshita uh meaning when she's a she's a katana now, but we can already be planning a chasana. For when she's an adult, Pshita, this is obvious. Uh, I may have thought to say, mm-hmm. I may have thought to say that now that she's a katana, if you start talking about a chasana now, so it might freak her out, and we don't want to freak anybody out. So Kamashmila, no, it's okay. We could we could plan a chasana. Ultimately, she's going to have to, um, you know, wait until she's older and say that she's cool with it. Amravuna says, Ravuna if she becomes a bogeres for one day, meaning once she's already 12 and a half in a day, vinis kadsha, and then she gets betrothed, at that point, it's just 30 days like an almona, right? So when we say that um, we give a basula 12 months, that's only, in, I guess, as an ara. But once she's a bogeres, we treat her as an, as an almona, and we only give her 30 days. Meisve, we have a kasha. Bogro, that if she becomes a bogeres, then it's like she's already tivua. Meaning, I think we're going to see this in a minute. Basically, the fellow is mekadesher, he betrothes her. But then after he betrothes her, he's got to be like, all right, let's do it. Right? So there's the betrothing and then there's like, all right, let's, let, let's get married. So from the time that, right, that he says, let's get married. So then there is 12 months. So... What is, so we say, Meizve Bagra, once she's a Bulgaris, Harei Kitvua, it's like she's already been, you know, said, like, it's like, meaning immediately after betrothal, it's as though he already said, all right, let's do it. You don't need to wait for a second step. My love, Kitvua de Besula. And, and let's say it means, like, the Tvua of a Besula, i.e., 12 months. That it, when, uh, a Bulgaris who gets engaged, who gets betrothed, Immediately starts the 12 months. Lo kitvua da amana. No, it's like uh, an amana that it's 30 days. Tashma coming here. Bogeres yashasa shnei masar chodesh. That a bogeres who has waited 12 months. Rabbi Eliezer, Omer says, Rabbi Eliezer, ho v'chai b'ayla b'mzon oseh yafer. Rabbi Eliezer says that since the husband has already has to pay for her food, so then he has exclusive rights to annul her vows. So what do we see? So it says, Bogeres yashasa shnei masar chodesh. It says a bogeris, so it's waited 12 months. So it sounds unlike Rafuna. Rafuna says a bogeris is 30 days. Over here we're saying a bogeris is 12 months. Ema bogeris vishishas No, say a bogeris is 30 days. And a naira who waits 12 months, um, you know, in either case, then Rabbi Yofer, that since the husband has to pay for Mizonis, so then, um, he can already have exclusive rights to annul her vows. Experience life through the lens of Babel. 
Very, very nice. I should speak to Amuna Weiner, who I worked with um, for the branding for Babylon Talmud. On Talmud, two and a half years, a long time ago already. Wait, where, 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 what are we up to now? Like base, basically like September. And uh, when did I work with the Muna Weiner? It was probably uh, December 2019. December 2019. And where are we now? September 2022. So almost three years ago. Maybe I should ask her if she could like redo the branding stuff to add our new tagline. Experience life through the lens of Babel. <laughs> Let's go weiter. Toshma, come in here. I'm an RSS Absula. So a fellow who uh, fell, experienced life through the lens of Babel. Toshma, I'm an RSS Absula. A fellow who, who, who um, betrothes a Basula. Bain Shetava Abal. Whether the husband then said, all right, let's do it and let's get married. And she's like, no, wait. Uvin Shetava here. Or whether she's like, all right, let's do it. Uval Ma'akev. And he's like, no, wait. Nosin Lashni Chodesh. So we give her 12 months from the time that, uh, you know, one of them makes the claim of let's do it. But not from the time of Aresin, right? Meaning, as I mentioned a few minutes ago, there's the betrothal, but then there's the, okay, let's do it. So from the betrothal, the clock doesn't start ticking. The clock starts ticking from the time of let's do it. But once she's a Bogaris, Harei Kitvua. Well, then the clock start, starts ticking immediately. Ketzad, how is this? Bagra yom echad, that once she's a Bogaris, once she's 12 and a half in a day, Viniskadsha, and she's betrothed, we give her 12 months. Vilarusa shloshim and Arusa 30 days. We'll have to see what that means in a second. Tuvta de Ravuna Tuvta. So it's a Kasha and Ravuna. Because here we, we say explicitly that once she's a Bogaris and she gets betrothed, she has 12 months. So we see that even a Bogaris has 12 months, not 30 days. Now, my Vilarusa Shloshim Yom, what does it mean? And in Arusa 30 days. Amr Papa says, a Papa Achikamra, this is what it means. Bogaris Chodesh, A Bogaris, a 12 and a half year old, who a entire year went by. She's already 13 and a half years old. And she hasn't yet been betrothed. Finiskaj, and then she gets betrothed. We give her 30 days, like in Amona. Right? 13 and a half years old is already, we start getting nervous. Uh, right? She's already 13 and a half and she's not engaged. It's, uh, it's a little, uh, nerve wracking. I, I, I won't tell these people how old I am. Let's go weiter. He gets Mamvelo Nisu. So, uh, oh, so we said that if the time came and they aren't yet married, so then, um, so then, uh, so then what? So at that point, she could start eating uh, Truman. That's what the Mishnah had initially said. If a Basisrael gets engaged, betrothed to a Kayin, she can immediately, as, an, as, 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 as a Meorasa, once she's engaged, she can start eating trume. Mida oraisa. Shanem Arzabasuk says, That when a koyin acquires a, a fellow, so that refers to a slave, but also, right, if he's Mikadish a woman, Bekesef, right, or, or in any way, becomes Kinyan Kaspo, it's like a Kinyan. Vainami Kinyan Kaspo, this is also Kinyan Kaspo, and therefore, he can, uh, he, she can immediately start eating trume. Matam Amru, Eino Ocheles. So then says Ula, how come, 
they said that she does not eat trume until she gets married. Well, we're concerned that um, if she is betrothed but not yet married and she's still living at her father's house and she's now eating trume, well, maybe her brothers and sisters are going to be around and she's going to give them some trume, which obviously they wouldn't be allowed to eat. And it's a misa, misa bide shamayim. So obviously if it's by accident, they won't get misa bide shamayim. But Kilo, it's a serious situation. And because she's not yet living with her husband, she's still living at, at her father's house and, and the, the, her family is, is, is not Kohanim. So therefore, we say that she doesn't eat trume until she moves in with her husband when they get married. If that's the case, but if that's the case, well, then 12 months later, when it's time to get married, and for whatever reason, the, fa- the, uh, the, the husband is delaying, so we say she can already start eating truma, but shouldn't I still be concerned that while well, she's still living at her father's house and maybe the brothers and sisters are going to eat it? Well, once 12 months are up and he has to start paying for her food, well, he's going to set aside a special place for her to receive and eat her food because he doesn't want her giving it to the other people because he's paying for it. And therefore, since he's paying for it and he wants it to be exclusively for her, so you don't have to be concerned about her sharing it with other people. And therefore, it can even be true. What if a, a Yisrael hires a Kayin to do work for him? So that Kayin should not be allowed to eat any truma on the job. Because maybe the other people, right, if he's working at, if he's working for Yisrael, maybe the other people in Yisrael's family are going to eat his truma. Which says that's not exactly a concern because you know this fellow is coming to work for right this coin is coming to work for Yisrael. He comes, he does work, and they pay him. They give him money. They give him food to eat. We're not concerned that he's going to give them food to eat. They're the ones paying him. They're the ones providing for him. He does work, and they provide everything else. So we're not concerned that they're going to end up eating his food. He's receiving from them. They're not receiving from him in that respect. Rav Shmuel Bar Yehuda Omar Mishum Simpon. So Shmuel Bar Yehuda gives a separate answer, which is um, that the reason why a, a, an engaged girl does not eat um, uh, trume is because of a simpon. So we're concerned that something might come up and they might not, like the, the engagement will be broken off. Right? Maybe you'll find some kind of a mum for some kind of physical reason, the physical reason that he preserves to be a, a defect and that he's going to call off the marriage. And therefore, um, if she's now eating truma and then the marriage gets called off, well, then she shouldn't have been eating truma in the first place retroactively. So therefore, right, so mishum simple. That maybe, uh, you know, there's, um, maybe the, um, the engagement will be annulled, in which case she shouldn't have been eating Trume. But then, I mean, we said that, you know, it, well, let's say this, even in the case where she gets married, she goes on to the chuppah, they just haven't had beer yet. So yeah, he doesn't necessarily know if there are any physical defects that might cause him to want to undo the marriage. So even, she shouldn't yet be able to eat truma because let's say there's some kind of a mum and the marriage gets annulled. So how's it me badik badikla? Well, he's going to do an inspection before uh, he marries her. So there won't be any um, surprises after the chuppah. Okay, but what about if a koyin uh, purchases an evid from a Yisrael? That evid shouldn't be allowed to eat simple Because what if he finds some kind of a mum on the evid and, uh, the, and the sale gets invalidated? Well, there is no 
kinds of mums like this by an Eved, because the Iyad Avra, if it's a out, an outwardly visible mum, al would have seen it. Vidigavoy, and if it is a un, invisible outwardly mum, the Mlochakabai, Vishabisay He's hiring, he's buying the guy to do work. He doesn't care, uh, what he looks like under his clothing. Nimsaganif, o Kubustus, if the, um, slave turns out to be a thief or a kidnapper, Higil, that's just part of the, you know, it's just the way, part of, uh, what does Rashi say? Higil, the Lokeach, Vena Mekach Batol, Uvaisa, where am I? Higil, Shestamun Ganovmein. Okay, apparently, by default, you have to assume that a slave is a Ganif. So, so therefore, you know, if it turns out to be a Ganif, that's not a reason to invalidate the, the uh, sale, because you kind of assume that, anyways. Ma'ika. So then what, what, what could be other reasons to invalidate the sale? Listed Mizuyon. Are you concerned that maybe he's an armed bandit, an armed robber, or Mukht of the Malchus? So maybe there's a, there's a, there's a, 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 a bounty on his head to the king? Hanukale Islu. These things, you know, there would be a, a, a rumors about you. You would have known this in advance. So again, there isn't really a situation by a slave that would, uh, you know, be caused to invalidate the sale. So now, whether it's the reason of Ula who says that we're concerned that she's going to give the truma to her relatives, or whether it's like uh, Rav Shmuel by Yehuda who says that we're concerned that maybe the um, the uh, the marriage is going to be annulled and therefore she shouldn't have been eating truma. At the end of the day, she can't eat truma. What's the nafkemina? Kibel, Right, either a situation of if he accepted the mumin, right? So if he says, look, okay, I'm aware that she has mumin and I really don't care. So in that case, you don't have to be concerned about simpon, but you do still have to be concerned that she's going to feed her relatives. Alternatively, if um, the, the father gave her to the messengers of the husband or the messengers of the father went together with the messengers of the husband, at that point, you don't have to be concerned about the family members, but you do still have to be concerned about um, finding a mum. Friends, that was Daphne Zayn of Mesechta Exubis. The beginning of the daft, it was a very interesting machlokas between Reb Meir and the Chachamim about if a fellow, if, if a person loses their ksuba. Um, it sounds like, take, if you lose your ksuba, you should, you should rewrite it immediately because to, um, be concerned about Reb Meir's opinion of that it could be bilas or bilas nus. Um, okay. And then we saw different, uh, we saw machlokas between Reb Dimi and, um, Ravin about, um, how to understand Rabbi Yochanan and um, Rabbi Shua ben Levi about where Rabbi Yudah and Rabbi Yossi agree and disagree regarding do you have to actually write, you know, if you want to give less than the 200 or 100 respectively, um, do you have to write it down or is it enough to be verbal? Uh, and then we got to the Mishnah, which we had already been working with from the first uh, daf of Masech Taksubis about that by a Besula you wait 12 months and Amana you wait 30 days. Um, in order to give time for the groom and the bride to prepare for the chasana. And then we say that once 12 months is up for a basula, so then he already starts paying for mazonis and she could start eating trume. We saw a machlokas between Reb Tarfin and Rabbi Akiva. Reb Tarfin says that at that point, the husband can give her all of her mazonis as trume. When she's a nida, she'll sell it and, u- and use the money to buy chulin. And Rabbi Akiva says that you give half chulin and half uh, trume. We learned out the source for waiting 12 months from Lavon and Rifke. We also learned out something very interesting, which is that even though Mida Oraise, a father can marry off his daughter as a katana in practice 
we wait until she's older and uh, says that like she's down. We then saw a uh, we saw the opinion of Huna, who says that once she is a Bulgarian, then it's no longer twelve months; it's thirty days. But we 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 uh, proved that wrong. Although we did see an interesting thing in a Brisa that once she's already thirteen and a half, she doesn't have twelve months anymore. We got to get on with it, and it's just thirty days. And then we saw an inter- a machlokas, a yisoides dika machlokas between uh, Ula and Rav Shmuel Bar Yehuda about even though Mido Oraisa, a, a an engaged a basisrael who's engaged to a kohen can eat truma from the time that she is betrothed. However, Ula says the reason why we don't do that is just in case she may end up um, uh, giving the truma to her uh, siblings who are not kohanim, which would be a problem. Rav Shmuel Bar Yehuda says that we're concerned that maybe the marriage will end up being called off. In which case, she shouldn't have been eating chuma. Friends, I was up in Zainab, Mesech Taksubis. Hope you enjoyed. Peace out.